Hello guys, uh, today at the Rise Experience Podcast, we're going to talk about our most funny experience with gymnastics. It's either traveling experience, either competition, training. I'm going to see what the boys are going to talk about. I'm with Chris Jason Felix. Sir. And um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Chris first because I want to kind of know what's... Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. What's going to happen with yeah. you, man? All right. Tell well, me the juice. I don't got no no good story off, off the, the top of my head. Really? Mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. not really. I mean, other than the fact that Frank left, but, you know, that's... That's only funny to me. <laughs> hey, yo. We're starting with that. <laughs> that's oh, some deep stuff. That's not... I mean, it's kind of... Because <laughs> what, what are we talking about? It's... Uh, funny... Like, funny... So it's a, a funny an, story, it's you know? It's an anecdote. Like, anecdote in well, French. Well, I'll tell you the story about, like, uh, last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, go, during, go for it. During, during go, for it. go, go, go. Go. It was a Dude, crazy Dougie. time, right? So, like... It was, was rock and roll, from what I 20, remember. 2022. Yeah. In the summer, right before nationals, um, at the time it was me and Jason uh, training. Yeah, with it was Frank. Me and you. Um, in the middle of a competition, like a, like a provincials. Yeah, it was our provincial championships. It was our provincials. He just up and left, and I have not seen him since. I've talked to his his parents. I went to visit um, Vancouver not that long ago, like before I went to the UK. Um, talked about crazy. it with them, and they're also like, "Yeah, we've talked to him, but we don't really know what's going on with him." Really? Yeah. So oh. like, men went ghost. He ghost but, mode. But he, he did have like some issue with his heart or some stuff like that during the comp, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. That's have, like, that's what started. we we are led to believe. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, <clears throat> with all that going on, I had to go to nationals um, without Frank. And at that point, Frank was basically our, our only coach. Yeah. I was like the assistant coach. So I kind of took the boys like the Jason. I guess we can include Jason. because <laughs> He's a pretty good gymnast. Te- technically speaking, <laughs> Mr. Sandra was looking after me. At yeah, that I, comp, think, so. I think like all the uh, other coaches. Uh, were, on, like, on paper, Mr. was looking after me. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so you went as an athlete and as a coach and a coach for nationals. Yeah, that was a that was a very good experience because like it was Built it different. was a week it was a week after provincials, so I still didn't know if it was like a serious thing. Well, I, I assumed it was serious because Frank wasn't there. He wasn't there. Yeah. So I had, I think it was like around four juniors, one open guy, and then me, Jason, and Adam, as a senior. So I had to coach the juniors. Didn't really care. I, I I wouldn't say didn't care about the open Whoa. guy. But he he was on the team. He was on the again, Ontario again, team. Yeah. They had like their their uh, team coach. Team so coach. So was he was like, looked okay, after. He's looked after. I'll kind of take care. Keep an eye on the 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 junior guys. Mm-hmm. I had to get some extension letter from uh, Greg. To um, allow me to coach and be on the floor, which was uh, a bit late notice, but you no, know, great. right in time. I mean, you were filling up all the tasks. Well, you had a lot dumped on your plate. You made it work with what you got. So. On the day of the exactly. comp, he was like on the on the side of the judges' yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, he had to sign uh, the waivers. <laughs> yeah. and stuff. The waivers and stuff. I like. signed my life away if I die coaching. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I did have a, a a pretty good comp, nonetheless. True. 
You I, did kill I did. Yeah, I remember I won, that. That yeah. was my first um, Canadian um, Canadian all-around title. Let's go, champ. Nice. Crazy. Yep. Ah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I barely made that cut of, of the 80 points. I think that was my first time doing it. I got like 80 point, like some three or something. Oh, you right on you right on that. I I just made the cut. I was pretty pretty stoked because I probably had like I was carrying like a, a ten, maybe even like not even double digits on on pommels. I think pommels. I think you got a nine. I might have gotten a nine, but, so I had to average maybe like a fourteen on well, the other ones. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it, that's crazy. Yeah, like getting eighty with a nine on pommel. That's yeah. But we all know his rings is gonna yeah. carry him. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Come yeah. on, but rings, still, vault. Lord of the rings. Did you stand on your feet on vault? That call? yeah, he did. He yeah. stuck I was, it. I was pretty, pretty sure you yeah, stuck yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stuck, didn't you? You got like you? 15 on I was good on vault. 15? I'm struggling a bit now. But. <laughs> hey, yo, what happened, bro? Yeah, cool. <laughs> the, the legs don't work down two and a half back. Them, them frog jumps, man. They'll be killing me. But. You cannot blame it's, those. It's in the process. <laughs> you know, the they will help you will in me. the long term. That's, yeah. that's what yeah. we're led to believe. But the juniors also did well. So I was very happy. I forget when Mateo came, maybe like third or something. Cause he was so from a hot mess to a pretty good nationals. Yeah, I mean, like you got you gotta still go through life when something hits you. Facts, facts. Amen. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Hell yeah, Chris with that. It's not about how hard you can hit. <laughs> it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. <laughs> how much can take? Okay, I'll stop. I got a question though for you. So, like you said, these were great nationals, not only as an athlete but also as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. So, for you, what was like the, you know, you know that moment where you perform and then you do great and you're like feeling satisfied or somewhat? Like for me, it usually lasts between like 15 to 17 seconds after the comp, but. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like, if you had to choose between that moment after getting that all-around title or that moment after closing your last coach comp, and it was great, like, did you were you like, oh, we got the all-around, or were you more like, yo, I'm a coach now, you know? <laughs> like, I'd be killing you. Asking if if which one I value more. Y- yeah, or was the most. What felt the most rewarding? Yeah, rewarding at the time, right now, like just when you were at in the that time. time. I think I still would probably feel. The same way, I think the coaching aspect, because it was completely different, okay. and it was um, it was a big step for me. Yeah, and it showed me that I could probably continue. Yeah, keep on going that way. I did eventually become head coach for a year. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's what kind of helped me. Um, it kind of pushed. I mean, into it kind of led the way. It did, you know? it did push me into that role, and also it gave myself like some motivation and nice. And I yeah. felt pride in coaching. Yeah, the boys. exactly. That's what I, that's what I, I thought. Because you know, even when you perform good, you're like, oh, that's cool. But that's what you were supposed to do, right? Like as yeah, an athlete, yeah, when you show yeah. up, you're supposed like you show up to do good. And you know right? me, I'm not, I'm not like super emotional and no, exactly. And, but like but self. No, yeah, yeah, like going crazy about a result. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, like you were not really expecting to be coach, and then mm-hmm. you were there, and then you were like, okay, and then that ended up being good. But to so me, it was that, pretty. Normal. That is pretty okay. Because like the the competitions, like the um the provincial stuff, the provincial stream competitions. Yeah. yeah. I always coached and then competed after. So I'd be I'd be napping in between like events. Of course. Napping. So you'd be you'd be acting like did. a gymnast. You mean yeah. between? Yeah, you you find them on a mat basically. somewhere, just like. Laying down. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like all right, Chris being Chris. My athletes are competing. I'll watch you guys. You know, just give them a the little pointers and it's like, 
Good job. I'm gonna take a take a nap. Maybe eat a eat a cookie. Unless I'm, I was fasting, I was probably fasting. So yeah, I'd maybe. Take a, yeah. take a sip of water. Sip of water too. Not three because you know not nah, allowed in fasting. But <laughs> yeah. too much. I I do I do agree. And then wake up. Boom. You gotta coach back. Next again. event, boys. Next event. <laughs> next event, next no, rotation. Like, it, went, it went a lot smoother. But I think it was just my personality where I'm just very flowy. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really yeah. can distract me too much. But it yeah. also kind of led you into like a new path, as you said, right? Like it kind of gave you new opportunities, and I think that's something you can't really mm-hmm. look upon. Like that's like that's that's great, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you think oh. if if Frank hadn't retired and you had to more or less cover the coaching at nationals, do you think you would have still been coaching today? Do you think that that was like kind of what set you off, or do you think that no? Like, if Frank was still here, I'd still be his number two. How is it now that you're you've really grown into the coaching role? How is it managing that with the your training schedule? Like, do you do you find yourself wishing that you weren't coaching so you could focus more on training, or vice versa? Well, not really anymore because I did step down from head coach because uh, we have a great coach, Xiaowei, now leading the charge at uh, Mississauga Gymnastics, and we did recently hire like three other guys, so it's it's all kind of taken care of, and I have now more time to to focus on training for mm-hmm. myself yeah. and that's why i decided to commit more on the um Athlete montreal lifestyle let's go baby come on that's right a, love and to then, hear it it's, it's also that's dope a good thing that frank it's not a good thing but i'm happy that things turned out this way and i could be here with yeah. you guys and yeah. train with you guys as as a result of Frank leaving. Yeah. 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 At the end but of the day, you like you look back at it and it's like you can't change it. What's done is done, but you made you you did good with what you were dealt. Should I try to change it? But yo, yo, you know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of like an uh, analogy you might heard that before but so i feel like at that time you had like a chessboard right in front of you just like this one. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> the way everything was playing out, you had kind of it was there was no good moves to make, right? It was more like like in negative moves. No, there, so, were, there was still good. I still got... I'm going to get to that checkmate. But yeah, <laughs> I, I know you're going to get to the checkmate. But that's where I'm coming. That's where I'm coming. So basically, it was just... The, the thing you had to do was making the less worse move, you know? Sacrifice In the order rock. for you to set yourself <laughs> exactly. for the next good move coming yep. up on the yeah, board. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. I, think, I think that's exactly what you did. You took a situation that from the first angle might be more negative mm-hmm. and turn it into something that looks no, I, I really pretty like freaking that good. Though. No, it's, it's yeah, good. I, 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 I agree with so, it. Yeah. And, and, and I, I do want to mention that I, lo- I got a lot of respect for you for what you did during the summer because there's not a lot of people in this room right now that would have done the same. Yeah, man, like and all the I'm cooking. S- and, for, and, for the, <laughs> the cooking. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Chris, uh, he was driving... From Toronto to Montreal every two weeks, was staying mm-hmm. two weeks in Montreal, going back to Toronto to coach, getting two weeks over there or a week ish, getting back to Montreal for two weeks and the, to train with us. So mm-hmm. he was like driving so much. He, it, it was very inconsistent training. Though, it was. I like, get destroyed yeah, here, and but then I mean, yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah. it's draining. It's draining your energy mm-hmm. for sure. Like Massive you're not getting that, that routine that where you. Man, I, I I was sleeping in the same bed. 
for 365 days. I was grabbing my coffee from my coffee machine, not mm-hmm. anyone else. And I was sleeping on an f- actual bed. Yeah. Not on a couch, not with Jason. <laughs> you, you mean, you know what I mean? What do like, you, you got against sleeping with Jason? Uh, I got nothing. You don't want to cuddle with me? Jason. What is this? Man, man, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on any day. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, but you guys made it like the, the trip worthwhile. Like, oh, stand at Matisse's, stand at yours. Yo, man, <laughs> I, I, I completely persistent. agree with you because, like, I, I moved here quite recently, and, you know, uh, they, they made the move here, like, for, for my foreseeable future. They made it so easy. Mm-hmm. There were any, anything I needed, they were there to help me with it. Uh, uh, Felix built that wonderful shelf we got back there for me. He was in here being a construction worker. IKEA builder. Yeah, yeah, builder. Builder. <laughs> yeah man. If yeah, anybody yeah, watching, poster. you need somebody yeah, to build yeah, your yeah. IKEA things... Dulcies. I'm the man. He's a handyman. I got a handyman. I'm the man. Honestly, I had that thought on Tuesday when I came come back from France last week, and we were all of the seven guys like training together for the first time since I don't know. I don't remember with Santiago with the World Championship stuff like that. And I was like. Yo, that's a fucking dope team. We got an amazing Bro. team. We like got- the environment to train is insane. Yeah, and like the training, I don't want to train. I see all the six other guys training. I'm just like, yeah, I have to do it for them. Yeah, like, like I'm obligated do to it. do for them. I'm in the gym and like, oh, my wrists are sore. Whatever, I'm doing some physio for my hamstring. Felix comes over to me. This was just yesterday. He comes over to me. And he goes, Jason, conditioning time. I'm like, man, I'm doing my physio. He goes, Jason, <laughs> it's time for conditioning. I'm like. <laughs> Stop being a beep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what he said. And I'm like, yeah. all right, all right. And, you know, he, he picks me up and we go. We go through the work. It was grueling. Those L-sits, man. But they were good. They were good. It was good. Yeah, and at good. the end of the day, in the moment, it was like, oh, I got to do this. But at the end of the day, there's nobody else I'd rather do it with. This team is absolutely no, incredible, bro. Let's yeah, go. The team is... And it's like it's not seven guys just training together. We're seven senior on the national team training for like that same goal of going to the Olympics. And yeah, it, it's just like, I had that thought on Tuesday and I was like, yo, I wouldn't trade my place for anybody no. else. Man, and like at the end of the day, when you really think about it, having a big and a strong team by your side that have common goals is something that can completely change, change the, the outcome. It changes the game. Like man, it's a game I, changer. I wouldn't eat at, at a table with people that I wouldn't starve with, you know? So I'm like, yeah. I'm with those yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm bro, in the booth, yeah, baby. Yeah, Let's yeah. go. I wouldn't eat at a table. I wouldn't. That, oh, that's, ah, that, it was that's, deep. that's a good one. That's, that's a, good a good one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be Yo. cooking more of those. Don't worry. Yeah. They're all in the door. Wow, dude. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, so on that note, you got to go up with the second story. Second story. All right, all right. Are we we looking at it like a funny story from competition or something. Yo, like I got that. something good. How, I got you, something how good. How you feel, owner? How you feel? Yeah, you got to top my Frank story. I got to talk about Frank. Frank again. I, I you already <laughs> touched on it, you know. Oh man, funny story. Tell us everything. Oh, uh, I ain't got a funny story, but I got a. I, I got a. <laughs> something, something strange. Something like. Something strange. Not too too usual, you know. Type vibe? Okay, I, I was at a... Oh, this was when I was like a young athlete. This was like my first Easterns. And it was actually... It was in Laval at the University of Laval. Yeah. And I'm doing my podium training. This is my first Easterns. I'd never had a podium training before. I'm a little all over the place with my stuff. I don't know really what to do. Um, try, I'm falling behind in the rotations because I'm like, oh, what is this? I've never done this before. <laughs> Little Jason with a mushroom cut on top of his head. <laughs> so uh, so I'm, I'm doing that and I'm just, I, 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 I left leaving things everywhere. I left my grips in 
beside beside the chairs that were beside oh, the rings. Oh, there. I've I been left there. my grips. I know you've <laughs> been there. Many times, bro. This guy leaving his times. luggage in the airport, bro. Yo, listen, I, I'm, I'm a giver, you know. I, <laughs> I was like, there, there might be someone who needs grips in here in Toronto Pearson. Toronto Pearson might need grips. Just who knows? I can give you. But yeah. I was, uh, I, 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 I left my grips on the rings and then I was about to put them on. But I was I was falling behind, so I missed like the ring, rings rotation or something. So I had to I had to move on to vault, mm-hmm. and I didn't even think to pick up my grips. I didn't see them on the chair, so I just assumed that uh, I put them back in my bag. So I rolls around the competition the next day. You know, I was a young guy, so I had some pancakes and syrup for breakfast. You know, I was really heavy. <laughs> I had the, I had the kinda, real Canadian breakfast. <laughs> in there. I hadn't per, I hadn't perfected my diet. Actually, it was it was real Quebec maple syrup on it. Ooh, so, but I hadn't perfected my diet yet. But that's a whole other story. No um, and I'm going through my grip bag when I get to the competition because we get a one touch, and I'm like, yo. Where are my grips? That's the moment where your heart starts like going, <laughs> and I'm just instantly. <laughs> blood leaves your what, face. what I'm thinking about instantly is, what is my coach gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good, buddy. Does my coach ask me if I had everything and I don't? <laughs> ah. So I was like, oh crap, man. So I'm running around, running around, trying to see if I could find them where I left them the, the previous day, and I can't. So I go up to the stands, and my dad's there. My daddy's been at almost every one of my comps. He's always there to watch. Love and appreciate his support. And uh, shout I, out to Papi. Yeah, shout out to my dad. He's Boy. great. <laughs> but I, I, I took my room key to the dorm and the access, whatever pad you want to call it. I tossed it up to him and I said, Hey, can you go check my room? See if I lost, left my grips in there. So this guy left the competition for me to go look for my, my grips. And I'm like, Oh, crap. So I'm, I'm walking through the corral, like trying to see if anybody has extra grips at this point. Oof. And I don't now even down low at this. Point I don't here. even remember this That's guy's the... name. No clue what his name is. He goes, I found a pair of extra grips yesterday. I actually wore them on rings because I thought they were mine. <laughs> bro, I'm like, stole your grips. bro, you're wearing my grips. <laughs> I'm like, ay, ay, ay. So he pulls them out and he hands them to me. And sure enough, they are my grips. So uh, there on, you go. on the rings with no warm up. <laughs> So this routine went very, very, very b- bad. Um, what do you mean? You had your grips. Where's the excuse? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, I need my warm-up on rings, bro. The shoulders were cold. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I know those. I'm uh, doing my, yeah. my thing, and I, I fall I fall from a giant from handstand, and I still have my dismount to do. Instead of jumping down and repeating it, I do my dismount from a little-ass swing and somehow get it around onto my feet, and I turn, and I'm looking at the judges, I have a picture of this. I got the biggest smile on his face. Like, ah, I thought he was about did. to say, like, he did, like, a, f- like a frontward dismount. <laughs> no, no, like, no. Falling like, this is like, oh, no. fuck it, going double time. <laughs> I have done that before. I that would have been crazy. I have pung off, but, uh, no, no rings ping I have will ever top Chris getting his scar above his eye on the rings, man. Damn, I, uh, that's that a, a ping, though. You pulled too hard, and I guess one grip slipped or something. I don't know. No, he, I just did a regular dismount. He just went, I let go of him, not through through them. And, and he heard me say full send, and he went full he, send. He, yeah, yeah. he head butted the rings pretty like, hard. See, see the rings. All right, I put my, <laughs> I, put the rings to my eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. No, that that reminds me when uh, when my sister is young. Both me and her used to play play baseball, and a common saying in baseball is keep keep your eye on the ball. Right, so you know where it's coming, where it's going, so nothing surprises you. Well, my sister decided to take that quite literally, and she go, and she kept her eye on the ball all the way till it hit her in the eye. 
<laughs> I mean, she listened, right? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Can't take that away from her. She, I guess. She took it too literally. She listened to so like, ah. Uh. What's up, guys? Hope you guys enjoy the episode. I just wanted to let you know that if you liked it, don't forget to leave a like, a comment, follow the boys on the social media, the podcast. And so basically, we will have a part two. So stay tuned for that one. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a good day, buddy. See you.